you know we're essentially a week away from like games that count. Yes, sir. I mean, dude, it was it was warm today. Uh, I believe it touched eighty down here in Charleston. Got out on the golf course a little bit. CJ working the tan a little bit. The boys of summer are about to be back, buddy. I cannot wait. Weird spring training. Pitching is going to be at a premium. So I thought let's talk a little pitching tonight. Um, MLB.com came out with their list of top 10 rotations and top 10 bullpens. We're going to kind of touch on those and then kind of talk about kind of the synergy of, of how having one kind of leads yourself to maybe believe you have have the other um, and kind of see if that holds true with the rankings that the uh, they came up with on the MLB. So without further ado, um, let's get in the box there and let's let's talk about the top 10 rotations for okay. our first topic here. One up, bud. This ball is crushed. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, they came, MLB came out with their rankings. I, I didn't necessarily have an issue. Um, obviously, the number one rotation they had was the Mets. Um, I mean, that rotation is going to be absolutely filthy. It, it is. And anytime you've got DeGrom, Serger is one, too. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Carlos Grasca had a really good year. Um you know, last year, let's yeah. To me, I, I think Walker and Bassett are kind of the the two that you're like. Mm. I I really like Chris Bassett though. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I, like I said, I don't have an issue with him being number one. Um, because when you can roll out, you know, I mean, Bassett was essentially a one for the for the A's, a playoff type team, and now he's going to be a three with the Mets. Yeah, like I said, I I don't necessarily have an issue with with that one. Um. You know, for good reason. Um, the Brewers were two. Now, now, CJ, real quickly there, you've got DeGrom, you've got uh, Scherzer in the two-hole. We're saying Cookie Carrasco three, uh, using Taylor Walker in the four, and uh, the five is Bassett. Or, I mean, Bassett is in that five-minute rotation, correct? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, that's pretty solid, man. But let's yeah, let's hear number is. two there. You had the Brewers too. Yeah, the Brewers, according to MLB, are two. Hmm. Um, with Woodford, Burns, Peralta, Lore, Hauser, and Ashby. They <sighs> they got six man rotation. That might be a little high there for the Brew Crew. I mean, don't get me wrong. Woodruff and Burns are phenomenal, and Peralta has really good stuff. But number two might be a little too high for them. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought too. Maybe a little high. I thought number three was high. Hit me with number three, Toronto. Uh, you know what though? If if you think about Toronto and what they added, by the way, yeah, we'll but you ahead. lose the AI, but you lose the reigning AL Cy Young. CJ, our topic of synergy that we're going to get onto later. We do have a team that has a top ten rotation that now has a top ten bullpen. Just foreshadowing. Okay, just foreshadowing. Um, yeah, I mean, now, I, you know, we're on here I mean, with the Jays now as well, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't. I mean, what Rue did last year was was phenomenal. You know, can he repeat that? I would think so. 
but one of the guys they have in there and this yeah, Barrera is now. Yeah. And to me, the, the big question mark that they have in their rotation and this pains me to say, cause he is a Mountaineer, but does Alec Manoa, he tailed off at the end of last year was a lot of that probably just cause he's not used to pitching that much. Let's let, you know, to me, that's, if he's going to be your number four, I'm okay, okay with that. Yeah, but I mean, to me, I, I, I've got some questions in their rotation. I think I, I don't have a problem with it being in the top ten, but to me, three is high. <sighs> See, hit me with those five again, real quick. There, in the order that they have them. In the order they have them, Boreas, Guzman. I mean, Gossman. Gossman's very good. Gossman, they had a great year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rue Manoa. Manoa. Sorry, almost yep. jacked that up. <laughs> and then Yushi. Oh, Kikisawa, uh, um, who was the yeah, yeah who was with the Mariners before. Interesting him as a five there at the back. And what they're thinking is, is you've got Manoa, who's got electric stuff. Barreros, Gossman uh, is thrown very well. And then, you know, Ryu has been – had a great year last year. So, they're thinking they've got two with electric, two guys that are very solid. Um, that's got the makings of a very good rotation there. Oh, yeah, Three, three just, might be a little high, potentially. Yeah, I, I think three might just be, be a smidge high. Um, and, and I will tell you, CJ, we now check in with another team, another team in a top ten bullpen. So, I mean, I, I think we've, you know – And I didn't discount the Mets. Let's just say the two have definitely been in a top 10 bullpen conversation. Yeah, I I think we're going to have probably, I'd say, four or five that are probably on both lists. Um, So who's your next rotation there? uh, Number four, according to MLB.com, the Chicago White Sox. Uh, I like that rotation. A lot. I I do, too. I've, I've got two question marks with them. Um, can Lance Lynn repeat the kind of year he had? Fair question. And, but but he is a bulldog, and he typically has oh, pretty no. good numbers. So. No, 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 and he, he is a bulldog, and he'll eat innings up for you. The other question mark for me in their rotation is Keuchel. Yeah, I, mean, I think Dallas Keuchel's getting a little long in the tooth. Um, I, I would also say you got to think about guys like, you know, Kopesh. Um, and, and how they can really blossom. Um, I don't know, man. I, I really do like the White Sox, though. Crochet is very good as well, too. Yeah, I mean, they, they've they got some dudes with some arms. Like I said, those, those are my two question marks for the White Sox. Can those so, two... give, me, give me the rotation one more time there for the White Sox. Okay. Um, it is uh, Lucas Galetto. Lance uh, G- Giolito got that Giolito. hammer, man. Uh, yep. um, Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn, yep. Um, Dylan Crease. Okay, Dylan Cease got some good stuff. There. Uh Dallas Keuchel, and then um, your boy. Um, you're going to help me with the last name because that one I'm going to butcher to hell. Oh, Co- Kopesh. Kopesh, thank you. Now, Kopesh, okay, here's the thing. Kopesh sitting there at the five that might have the best stuff of any of them. I mean, he electric. Uh, they got to let him throw. Um, man, and they, the White Sox have a phenomenal staff, man. I will say this though about the White Sox, you do you do bring up a good point about Keiko and Lynn being a little long in the tooth. Does that kind of potentially raise injury questions? It could. Um, but Gilito is very solid. 
And uh, man, them losing Rondon though does hurt them. That's a big. That's a big loss. Yeah, to me, that's you know, that that kind of plays for me a little. But I mean, you know, like I said, I I, I didn't have any issues with who's in the top ten. Maybe just would have ordered them. Maybe just a smidge difference. So I mean, you're 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 right now. You're two through two, three, and four. You're kind of thinking you should be moving them down the list a little bit. Um, I would have probably rearranged them. Yeah, so he got five. Five is the Houston Astros. <sighs> See, okay, hit me with that staff because just when they, when I hear that, I'm not thinking that's a top five staff. Okay, well, obviously the ace is Justin Verlander. See, I'm not feeling him as a number as an ace of a top five staff anymore. Yeah, probably Ooh. a little long in the tooth. I I would agree with that. Um, Fraber Valdez. Framer, uh, see, or, yeah, Framer, Framer, I mean, he's done very well in some playoff starts. Yeah, okay. Good good uh, guy in the two-hole. Luis Garcia. Uh, yeah, he's had a really good year. Um, Jose Urquidy, I think is how you pronounce that last name. Oh, Urquidy, yeah. Yeah. I uh, see. That's okay. All right. And then the other guy they've got listed, it, it's a split because I don't think they know who's probably going to win that fifth job uh, between Christian Javier and uh, Jake Orndez. See, that's not a top five staff. See, I don't think it is either. I, I just don't see that being a top five staff at all. Um, I think Verlander gets a ton of love. And you got to remember, he's 39 coming off Tommy John. Yeah, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Valdez and, um, you know, and Garcia were very, very good last year and have been very good in some postseasons for them during the COVID year and, and last year. Lose Grinky and free agency. Yeah, I just don't see that staff being top five anymore um, with what they have. Now, they do have some arms down there. Their bullpen is pretty solid, although CJ, not top 10, by the way. Not yeah. top 10. Yeah, because you got McCullers who's had some issues and they yeah. don't really what he's going to be doing. And you, so. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily see the Astros as being, um, I don't know. They did beef up their bullpen a little bit though. Um, when they brought in Hector Norris. Uh, yeah. You know, so as we get, it'd be better. Yeah. And as we get to number six here, this was my biggest, Oh my God, are you kidding me? This team got completely shafted. They are way too low. Okay. Hit me. San Francisco. Okay, I mean, and a, a very good staff without question. Um, let's go. Let's go one through five. You ready? Logan Webb. I mean, man, he was great in the postseason. Rendon, big addition. Yep. Anthony Dis- DiScalfani. Old Disco, yeah, good three for sure. Alex Wood. Okay, grizzled veteran in the four hole. Alex Cobb. I'd like to see more, but. Yeah, that's a it's a pretty good staff. And and here's the thing too, if you look at it, right, left, right, left, right. I also need to see a little more out of Logan Webb over a full course of a season. But the the Giants um would be a team you'd expect to to probably find their way into the top ten bullpen list, CJ. Just saying. Yeah, I just I would have had him higher than six. I would I would agree. I mean, we got to think Doval and Little, the way they kind of use them, Leon as well. Um, the Giants, 
they man, they were so good last year in the way they the way they were able to do things. Um, I just find and seemingly think they're going to have regression in general this year. Uh, oh, I think but that's but that's just me. They they overachieved last year. It's just big time. I, I look at that staff and I'm going. You can't justify Houston above them to me. It's just great. Um, hold on, you mean? Oh, you, oh, I've got you. Yeah, yeah. You can't just. You know what? Though? I mean, Logan Webb did it for a short amount of time there at the end of last season. I mean, he was, but he was so good in the postseason. Yeah, I'll probably go with you. I'll probably agree. Number seven might shock you, and to me, I, I, I've got some serious question marks as far as this staff goes. The L.A. Dodgers. Man, there's a lot of questions. Lots of questions. Yeah, let me give you the five they gave. Walker Bueller. Okay, that's an elite one. Clayton Kershaw. It's a pretty elite two. Okay, I right. A lot of injuries, but yeah, elite two. Okay, here's where I start to run into issues. At three, Julio Urez. Uh, Man, he's been big for them in postseasons. Out of the pen and as a starter, I'm okay with that. But also, you're you're pretty lefty heavy now, though. Yep. Okay, so you've gone right, left, left. Now, right again with Tony Gosselin, the Cat Man. Um, not 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 a traditional number four starter for sure. I'm not sure. I love that. And number five is Andrew Henney. Man, old Henney. Right now, as a Yankee fan. If he's your number five, be prepared to take butt kickings. Um, yeah, and here's the thing. They got a lot of offense, right? I mean, now, the Dodgers pin, they did lose Jansen. Uh, remember that. Um, here's the one thing that we know about them, CJ. They'll go get somebody at the deadline if they well, feel and, they need to. That's for yeah, sure. Well, and I mean, here's the thing. You, you lost Scherzer in free agency. Dustin Mays hurt. Who knows when he's yep. and then the elephant in the room for the Dodgers, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I mean, so there's a lot. I mean, a staff that was once considered, uh, you know, an embarrassment of riches is now a little thin. Yeah, and I mean, you're talking about a guy in Andrew Heaney who had almost a six ERA last year and got eight and a half million. And I want to say, and I'm going to say this, CJ. I mean, while like Gratterall's good down in that pen and Trehan, you know, and Hudson, I mean, they don't necessarily have a group of guys though that I would say, oh man, we're going to be phenomenal. I mean, David Price is still down there. Danny Duffy, uh, that Dodgers pen, if it gets worked a lot early, they're not going to be in a top ten pen like they actually claim they are, CJ. That's that's the most overrated pin I see in these bullpen rankings, by the way. Yeah. Just foreshadowing a little for you. There you go. All right, so number eight. We hit one of your adopted teams. Are we the talking? Atlanta Braves. Hmm. At number eight. Number eight starter group, I would say Max Freeze the one. Yep. Soroka's uh, two. Nope. They got the two. The ever assuming Charlie Morton. Oh, ground chuck. Mr. Oh. One year, $30 million deal. I'm going to retire and then re ups. Hey, good for him. Hey, I got no issues with Charlie. Get your money. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, Ian Anderson is the three. Uh, he was, a, I mean, a bulldog last year in the postseason and, and has been very good for the Braves in his career. Mm-hmm. Kyle Wright is your number four. Uh, okay. And then I am going to butcher this. Oh, Yanoa. 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 Yeah, I'm not even going to attempt that first one. Yanoa's got a lot of good stuff. I mean, he needs to not throw punches on the bench and have that be an issue for him. But, man, he's got some good stuff. And then the Braves bullpen, obviously, they I mean, they did a lot to that. And Soroka will be coming back eventually. Um, man, Atlanta, very, 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 very good down there in the night shift area, man. Um, which I think helps their rotation be better, obviously, yep. too. Um, that's foreshadowing another one that we'll we'll see in the top ten pin. Might not talk as much about the bullpens as we expect, CJ, because we're we're giving away a lot of it here. Yeah, um, but I would say the Braves probably should be ranked a little higher. Yeah, I, yeah, I felt eight might be a little little I, low for them, but I, I take them over the Astros for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Honestly, over the Dodgers. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. But then again, the Dodgers do have the elephant in the room and Trevor, which I think does maybe give them the, the nod. Yeah it's, yeah, it's probably true. Yeah. Um, so, we'll be out at nine. So number nine takes us to the boogie down Bronx and the New York Yankees. <laughs> Cole obviously is the one. I'm assuming you're going to have uh, Severino on the list. Yep. Here, here's the rotation as they have it listed. Garrett Cole, Jordan Montgomery, Luis Severino, okay. Nestor Cortez, and Jamison Talion. Now, how do you feel about Cortez as the four? I actually I don't mind him as the four. Um, he pitched really well for them last year. Um, he did. ERA was under three. You know he's he's not always going to be he's he's not going to be a guy that you get. Are you trusting him in an October situation? Yeah, I would. Um, you know, the guy – the reason I would is is because now this is going to be really his second year uh, with a guy like Garrett Cole who works really well with all those guys in the rotation, um, talks to them, works with them, um, you know. And and Nestor kind of doesn't seem to be rattled by a lot, man. He just kind of goes out and does his thing. He's got his own little weird persona with the mustache and looking like Super Mario, but – he he kind of feels like a dude who just doesn't care, which kind of works in that market. It does weirdly enough. You know, um, MLB kind of rightly called this, you know, the rotation is Garrett Cole and the question marks. And and I don't think but, it's but, wrong. See, my question is, how are Garrett Cole and the question marks the number nine rotation in baseball? I think a lot of it has to do with a with Garrett Cole, um, and then obviously you know Talion pitched um, well at times last year. You know he's yeah, 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 but you know Montgomery pitched well. If several he did, he did. You're right, and Severino's talent. Yeah, you know, I guess Severino's I could see how you move him into absolutely that. electric when he's yeah. right. So yeah. and knows what uh, time it is. Yeah, that helps too. Um, you know, so I, I I think that's kind of what helps. I don't have a problem with in the top ten. You know, I, I thought nine or ten for them would have been a pretty fair. Well, it's, it's like, are they in the top third of rotations in baseball? And if they're not, they're close. Yeah. No, I, so, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. Who's 10? And number 10, the Philadelphia Phillies. Sammy Nola, Effling, uh, Ranger Suarez is pretty good, a young kid. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting somebody else there, CJ. Uh, the two you left off, Zach Wheeler and Kyle Gibson. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they got Gibson, who was having a great year with career with the Twins. Wasn't as good in Philly, obviously. Not as good of a ballpark to pitch in. Um, and then Zach Wheeler was fantastic uh, last year. Yeah. So, I, mean, I, I actually think the Phillies rotation should be a little higher. I think the Phillies and the Mets have the two best rotations in the East. And the Phillies rotation is probably a little bit better than the Braves because it's just a little bit deeper. Yeah, well, some of the issues and the, the, the Phillies, Phillies bullpen is horrendous, though. Yeah, well, and then they've had some other issues. Um, you know, Wheeler came into camp behind schedule because of you know shoulder soreness. Uh, Suarez had some visa issues. Um, Eflin's coming off a knee surgery. And then, you know, Nola just did not pitch well last year um, at all. So I, I think there were some concerns there. I, I don't expect Aaron uh, Nola to be in the top five as far as highest ERAs go again. Um, no way. He'll, he'll yeah. bounce back. Yeah. So um, I think that's a really good rotation. But, as long as guys can be healthy, I think they've got a they've got a pretty good one. Pitchers that are fickle sometimes, me and CJ. Mentally, if something's went wrong with him, he may never get it back fully to be that guy that he once was. I hope he does, but it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Because the mean, mentality of it's, you know, very important. Um, CJ, I'm sure they had a couple honorable mentions. I kind of want to hear them. Um, yeah, they had three honorable mentions, four honorable, five. Yeah, five honorable mentions. Okay, let's hear them real quick. The Padres. See, I think the Padres should be in that list because you think about it, Dilson Lamette, Clevenger, Snell, uh, you know, you Darvish. I mean, that rotation, when it's healthy and when it's all together, is going to be top ten in baseball. Yeah, but I think what hurt them is, is Snell and Darvish, you know, each made three trips to the injured list. Clevenger's coming off Tommy John. Yeah, but, but there, it's – There's some serious questions there. I, I'd agree, but it, it, is it – okay, that's fair. Uh, the second honorable mention was the Miami Marlins. See, I love that rotation. We've talked about them a ton. Sandy Alcantara. Uh, you know, if you ever get Sixto back in healthy, Pablo Lopez is good. Max Myers, a top 30 prospect. They've got a lot of good arms, CJ. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Rogers and runner up for yeah, yeah, you, yeah, I didn't even mention the guy who had the best year for him. Yeah. Um, the number three honorable mention, the Cleveland Guardians, aka the, Indians. and that's just because of Beeps. Yep. I mean, who else do they have? Um, I, if if he can put together what he did in the second half of the year uh, for a full year, I think it'll help. And a guy like um, you know, Kyle Cottrell. Um. Oh yeah, Kyle Cottrell. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't see that being a uh, yeah. The honorable mention just because of Beaver, really. Yep. Uh, number four was the Rays. Uh, see, I think, I mean, you had a Kluber, you got Shane Baz, a little, yeah, but a he's little coming bit of an injury concern. Of, yeah, he's coming off elbow surgery, so that's well, And he's never fully done it either. I mean, they're just thinking, you got Glass now, who's going to eventually be coming back. A lot of, yeah, there's questions with the Rays rotation, for sure. And then the number five honorable mention was the St. Louis Cardinals. Well, you got Flaherty's questions as well. Um, yeah, Flaherty's got questions. I, they did add, you know, Stephen Matz. 
see, I, I'm okay with that being the division. Uh, a lefty is not fantastic. I'm okay with that. The Cardinals, though, always do seem to find pitching. Uh, you know, I mean, if, whether it's a Miles Michaelis type, type of signing. Wayne Wright is still around. Yeah, um, well, and if they do what they did the other night and, you know, score 20-plus runs. Eh, spring training is CJ, but yeah. Oh, yeah, true. So, I mean, they're, they're going to be very, very good. I mean, I was surprised they weren't better last year. Um, feels like this year might be a year the Cardinals are just really – could really be really good and win the Central easily, or it's going to be a mucked-up Central, one of the two. Yeah. That's I'm my feeling. Um, uh, yeah, I guess you could throw the Cardinals up there. I mean, if Flaherty's – um, Wayno, you know, does his thing. They're not afraid to add pieces. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I could see it. Um, CJ, uh, let's get into these bullpens here real quick. Uh, the number one bullpen was the night shift with the Braves, uh, a team of starting pitching, uh, that we talked about there being in the top 10. Jansen getting added was huge. You move everybody else down. Will Smith off the left-hand side. Matzik, McHugh, Mentor. I mean, they were phenomenal in the in the postseason. I mean, you're going to have Darren O'Day probably back in there too. Uh, Luke Jackson is even on the list of guys they mentioned. But, I mean, he was fantastic in the postseason. Uh, the night shift is, is the premier bullpen in the game. Um, the White Sox are also on the list of rotations, C.J., they added Joe Kelly into that mix. Liam Hendricks, the man from down under, uh, is phenomenal. They still have Kimber with that funky ass motion as the as the as the setup guy to him. You got Graveman, Aaron Bummer, very good as well. Um, that's a phenomenal bullpen down there. They match up lefty righty well. Uh, they're going to use crochet some, you know, down there as well to, to match with Kopesh at times. Uh, the White Sox are phenomenal, CJ. I'm telling you right now, that might be my World Series pick. Um, just saying. Yeah, I, I, you I'm, know, that's a, yeah. I'm, that's a really good bullpen. Now, hey, another really good bullpen is the Brewers with Hayter. You got Devin Williams, Brad Boxberger, Suter. I mean, yeah, they <laughs> yeah, Ashby's but- used Ashby's used out of that pen too at times. Um, you just got to keep Devin Williams away from walls. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hater literally had a 1.78 ERA and a 43% strikeout rate over the last two seasons. I mean, he's fantastic. Williams was also phenomenal. So, I mean, CJ, the brew crew, that's what keeps that team in the life butt of them is that bullpen. Four is, the, is your Yanks. Um, They got Loiza down here in the pen. Chad Green, Clay Holmes, who was phenomenal, a pirate holdover, Wandy Peralta to go with the Raldis. Um They're not having Britain due to due to the TJ. Yeah, that's that, tough. I think, I think that one that one stings a little. Yeah, um, but I mean, I think the Yankees are definitely. Do you do you view them as? I mean, bullpen are so volatile. So to rank any of them early on in the year, I think is tough. Um, they have the yeah, Giants I mean, it, five. It, it, yeah, you're ranking these, you know, kind of just off of stuff potential and, and what yep. they've done. I mean, the well, Yankees bullpen like, has been really good. You know, Lewisica throws BBs. Wandy Peralta showed to be a really good high mm-hmm. leverage guy last year. So I, I think that's some of it. it I, I they're they're deep in the bullpen, which is always nice. Um the question is gonna be can the rotation not 
attack them. Right, exactly. And, that, and that's I think that's with all these teams. And that's why the conversation we had about the bullpens and kind of having that fusion, that synergy with the rotations is so important to having yep. a good bullpen and having a good rotation. So an example of a, of a bullpen, CJ, you kind of said we're raking them based off of what they have because there's no cohesion in this bullpen. And this is the first team that I've no- noticed that wasn't a rotation that we mentioned. And that's at six. And that's the the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Russell Iglesias is the closer. You got Aaron Loops, your lefty specialist. Ryan Tapera down there, who had a really good year for the Cubbies last year. Archie Bradley, who's closed some games. Mike Myers. Um, interesting. Got a lot of these guys in free agency. Um, they've all had really good years. You know, Imagine the Angels will have a really good bullpen because of this. But it uh, doesn't always work that way with bullpens. So just on the alert. Um, the Rays are seventh, by the way, CJ. And the guy they have saying they're going to close games due to the injuries that they've got to, uh, to, to Pete Fairbanks right now is Andrew Kittridge. Andrew Kittridge, guy you might want to look into in your fantasy leagues. Um, Frierson's not who they're going to use. But, you know, the thing about it is Tampa can use anybody. It doesn't matter. Well, they, and they've always kind of done, as far as the bullpen goes, it's almost, especially late innings, has been kind of by committee anyhow. So, I mean, they're going to be able to go go multiple ways um, with that. So, I you know, I, I think for them, they're going to be the one very, like, you're kind of like the Yankees, is management of, of innings and taxation, especially early. Oh, absolutely. And you want to have them fresh, but they're also going to add pieces, that's for sure, too. Um, the Dodgers are eighth somehow, CJ. I think that's a joke. Um, ninth are the Blue Jays. Um, I like that pin. You got Simber, Yimmy Garcia, who they added last year from, from Miami. Trevor Richards. Good guy that was from the Twins. Jordan Romano, who had a pretty good year last year and closed down some games for him. Deep bullpen. Uh, they got David Phelps down there as well. Um, I like yeah, my, the Jays my a lot, concern, buddy. I think you got to be worried about them a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But my concern with them is their, their bullpen, especially late last year, really fell off. Um you know, they had an over a four ERA. Um, I'm pretty sure they were, as far as holds go, they were at the, if they weren't the lowest, they were close. You know, so, I mean, that to me worries me a little in their regard. Well, they added some guys, though. Yeah, you know, true. I mean, four to five. I, I definitely think bit. they got better. Um, Number 10, you've got the Mariners there, buddy. They added Ken Giles, Sergio Romo, Diego Castillo, to a, and they've got Paul Seawald down there, who's an absolute freak if you've watched him throw um, the baseball. Wait, Sergio Romero still playing. What is he, 80? Oh, man, yeah. And they've got a guy who they're going to use out there, Andres Munoz, a 23-year-old who has a 100-mile-per-hour heater and a filthy wipeout slider. Um, watch out for them. Mets and Astros made the list here, CJ. Uh, the Mets, hopefully, you know, with Diaz down there, will be pretty good. Uh, the Red Sox did as well. You'll be you'll be happy to know that, even if somehow, I don't know how they're going to compete this year, but somehow they will. You know they will. Um, 
Marlins were in the top ten as well, along with the Guardians. So a lot of these same teams, man, a lot of synergy there between the top bullpens and the top rotations. Yeah, uh, my Pitching wins, man. is yeah, Cleveland's bullpen is is thin and young. Um, Don't know how they got my, an honorable mention ad there, but yeah, they did. I'm, yeah, I'm not really sure. the The Red Sox is, is going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> Karen Yatch or whatever man, people love him, but he has struggles with those strikes at times. Yeah, he does. And then the the big question, obviously, for the Red Sox is you know Chris Sale's health. Uh, yeah. You know, so I mean that that's going to be kind of an interesting to watch. And and the other thing too is is obviously we're not even at spring training yet, so you know twenty eight man rosters really aren't even set yet. And then you know the ever you know the ever mentioned fun day of July of the deadline. Well, shoot, I'll tell you what, the Blue Jays weren't wasting any time. They already added Dexter Fowler. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Um, supposedly, Hunter Green is going to make the opening day roster for the Reds there, CJ, which is a pretty big deal. Guy throws smoke. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's – I'm going to tell you this, man. That Reds team, they may not be very good, but they're young, and they're going to be fun to watch and see – what they've got as far as some of their young talent goes. Um it, it's gonna be kinda 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 interesting to watch. The Reds are on the radio. <laughs> hey man, I tell you what, I, the they will be kind of interesting. I think the Pirates and the Reds both are doing something kind of saying, you know what, we're gonna go back because we feel like we have to and uh build up from the future. Um and I think it's a pretty good pretty good plan. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to say, you know what, we're just going to throw these young guys in the fire and we're going to see what we got, um, you know, I I got no problem with, you know, let's just do it um, and and see what we've got and see what happens. Um, You know, there'll there'll be days where, you know, those young guys are going to look completely lost and there's going to be days they dazzle. Um, But, I mean, if if you're going to do it and you're going to go all in on it, go all in on it. Yeah, absolutely. But also I say (laughs) – you also need to go on on your farm system when you're those teams. Um, and CJ, I just want to bring this up real quick as we kind of close out the night, unless you got something else here real quick. Um, you know, because we kind of hit on the bullpens. We kind of hit on the synergy between them. Might be a third topic out there. If you want to kind of try and bring something at me here, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, but uh, I did want to bring up real quickly, Bucko's seventh best farm system in baseball, buddy. Um, just saying, moved up from 15th there uh, in 2020. Have one, two, three, four, five guys in the top 100. Uh, I like it, man. Excited. Got some real good talent, uh, coming up through Pittsburgh here soon, dude. Um, yeah, and and and, and having you know, and O'Neill Cruz is a guy you're going to want to watch, CJ. Along yeah. with Quinn Priester and Rosani Contreras, I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah, and, and and having a good farm system, you know, really helps teams. Um, you know, because especially as you get into the dog days, where you're going to have to bring some guys up. You know, having talent down there that you can do that with is is huge. And you know, we we've seen that play dividends for a lot of teams. The Cardinals come to mind with that. 
Um, Very yeah, excited so. about Henry Davis as well. Do they they compare him to Will Smith? Um, not to be mistaken with the one who smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. If you've seen the meme of Will Smith hitting the three run homer with the Chris Rock uh, voiceover, it's priceless. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, I'm excited about the Henry Davis uh, at catcher, the, the Will Smith comp there uh, behind the dish for the Buckos, man. Good things happen in the Berg, CJ. I feel like this season um, is going to be much better than it was last year. And I feel like there's reason to be optimistic for maybe not like finishing above 500 because I think that'd be just absurd to expect that from this team. But I would say I do think that the team wins could potentially win like 75 games. And raise the Jolly Roger in front of a sellout crowd. Maybe get close to 80. But if you do that, then you're kind of not that far off from potentially making a run at a playoff berth. Yeah, I think a lot of it kind of depends on what happens in the Oh, in your division, that's for sure. Yeah. What what well and who runs away and hides potentially with the fifth wild card. It can happen. Yeah. Or the fourth for that matter. Yeah, and I and I think if you're you know a fan of any team, um, I think every team has had something coming out of spring training that you that you gotta feel good about or have a pleasant oh, okay, cool. You know. If you didn't if you didn't, there would be no reason to go north for spring. That's what baseball does, man. It hopes it hopes and springs eternal, buddy. Oh no, it, it it does. I mean, I'm sitting here as a Yankees fan seeing Higgy hit bombs. I'm like, what? <laughs> Heck yeah. Sanchez who? <laughs> Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. You know, I I think every team has that something coming out of it, and you're like, all right, cool. If if we can get you know some production here or there, you know, I think every team's got you know something that helps you know rejuvenate the fan base this time of year. And you know, for some teams it'll be long, for some it won't. Oh um, yeah, and also but, you, you you can't. Oh, it's like you you don't want to get too into spring training numbers, but you kind of want to watch them and be excited. Like Mitch Keller's thrown nine shutout innings touching 99 on the gun like you're like hmm mitch keller just the mitch keller i wanted to see like it's you don't want to get too sucked in on it because there's it doesn't mean anything until the bright lights are on but you do start seeing signs it's worth watching there's there's absolutely people are playing you know they they're they are playing the games like whether they count or not you can glean stuff from it um that's for sure acj Real quick, man, uh, when are we going to get on our predictions here? Are we going to have some preseason predictions? No, yes, we do need to do that. I mean, I'm thinking next week probably. Yes, yes, we will release that next week. A little a little bit of time to kind of dive in a little bit. I, I, I do want to get a couple topics here. Um, and on that, that we're going gonna to pick, we're going to pick a rookie of the year. Okay. And MVP. A uh, the playoff entrance, a Sawai Young Award winner, and then obviously picking who's going to play who in the championship series and then in the World Series. I like it. So a little bit of time to study up there, buddy. 
uh, you know, not allow your Yankee homerism to to make all your all your picks here. Seriously, though, real quick, we'll dive in our own teams here, real quick. Quick little bit about each of them. Um, CJ, you being a Yankees fan, you got to feel like you're sitting right now, what as the favorite in the East, but yet the division is so tough and top heavy, with the top four being all just behemoth franchises right now, and, and all kind of vying to 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 win every I mean it's it's insane division like how do you feel about that I mean like you get off to a rough start like it could be a death sentence for you yeah I mean it could be um I, I think you know, the east is going to be what it always has been and that's you know a dog fight um but I mean there's been some been some good things coming out you know if you're a Yankees fan for spring training you know Glaber's hitting the ball uh Hicks looks healthy you know, some of the new guys have integrated themselves really well. You know, uh, Higgy behind the plate is is hitting and catching. You know, Stanton looks locked in. You know, so, I mean, there's – and probably the surprises for the Yankee fans is Marvin Gonzalez has been absolutely tearing the cover off the ball. So, you know, but – He's got talent, CJ. Yeah. You know, but if they get off to a slow start, you know, what does that do? Who knows? Um, I, I don't think the East is going to be a division where somebody runs off and hides. Um, it's just – it's too deep. It's too good for that. Um, you know, I, I really like what New York's got going. Now let's, you know, see how well that kind of congeals and plays itself as the season goes on. You know, obviously there's guys that you worry about injury history, you know, Judge, Stanton – Severino, um, Chapman has struggled at times with, you know, being available. So uh, there, there's some questions um, about this about this squad. But I think if you're a Yankees fan, you feel pretty good about it, knowing the East is going to be brutal. But yeah, I mean this this team's got a chance to to be playing meaningful baseball in September and October. Um, it's all you can which, ask for. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's if you're a fan, that's what you're you're asking for is get to September and still be playing meaningful baseball. And at that point in time, you might correct holes and needs that you need to fill, things you need to look at. Uh, yeah, CJ, I'd agree with you. I mean, the Yankees, obviously, Cole's, Cole's going to be Garrett Cole, you know, Cole Train, you know, going <laughs> to run all day. Um, and, man, when he is on – it just changes everything. And then you're going to get that solid pitching the way the Yankees came on last year around, I think it was around July. It was such an impressive thing. And they really had that team of a field that was going to really make a run. And then just ran into it, ran into a team that, you know, was just a little bit better than they were. Yeah. I mean, and and that happens, Um, you know, so, but like I said, I, I think if you're a Yankees fan, obviously you're always, yeah, World Series are bust. But, I mean, you know, I, I think this team has the makeup and is set up to be really good. Um, how good's, you know, obviously to be determined. And a lot of that I think has to do with, you know, keeping guys keeping guys healthy and, um, you know, I mean, because they, they are older in some positions and we'll we'll see – you know, how that goes. And then, you know, the bullpen's a big part of that. You know, can the rotation not tax the bullpen out by the all-star break? 
I mean, man, I think that's just a, a question for every team every year, and that's to be expected. And that's just what you kind of, kind of have to. Well, yeah, and try I, and figure I, mean, I say out that as you because, go along. Yeah, and I say that because as you know earlier, you know, it's Garrett Cole and kind of the five question marks. You know, is Severino fully healthy again? You know, what is what does Talion look like coming back off? You know, Tommy John surgery. Uh, does Nestor Cortez continue to throw well? You know, so I mean, there 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 are some questions. You know, is Darren Hicks going to be healthy and play center all year? So, I, there are definitely some questions um, around this Yankee team, but I, I think the potential for them to have a very good year is there. Oh, I'd agree, and I mean, I think like the Red Sox to me don't feel like they are as I think the Yankees are are a little more. Uh, accident proof. Like, I feel like the Yankees are going to win more games, like, if things go wrong for them than the Red Sox will. Um, and honestly, Tampa the same way. I really do like that Jays team, though, CJ. I think that's the team the Yankees fight with this year. Although I think, man, the Red Sox and the Rays are not going to be far by. I mean, that division is so tough. But does one of them fall off due to injury? kind of get down there in there with Tampa and then not be able to kind of claw its way back out, maybe sell off a little bit, reload for a, for a run a couple of years, you know, a year or two down the road. Uh, yeah. Cause the only, yeah. I mean, cause the only really bad team in that division is Baltimore. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. And like we talked about last time, you know, about whether you would rather be Baltimore in the East or the pirates in the central. And so let's talk about those pirates in the central CJ. And raise the Jolly Roger in front of a sellout crowd. Um, now, everybody wants to always get on teams for in, in, in situations like the Cubs did it with Bryant. The Pirates just did it with O'Neill Cruz. I'm not trying to you know, compare him to Bryant. But the, the Super 2 situation, the manipulation of service time, um, the Pirates – are in a financial situation where they have to do this. They have to send crews down to bring them back up here in about another month. So they can keep them an extra couple, an extra year um, due to the way those contracts work. It's the reality of the game for small market teams. That's why he's not going to start the season in Pittsburgh in a discussion. Um, and people get all up in arms about that, but Unless there's a salary cap in baseball, that's what a team like the Pirates has to do with its young players. It's just a reality. No, and I think that's fair. And I mean, you know, and I think too, you know, you kind of look at it. I mean, they've got some, you know, some guys that have been playing fairly well, you know, in in spring training. You know, Tucker is one of those guys. Uh, Cole Tucker has played really well. Um, you know, Brian Reynolds, I've been impressed with, you know, what I've seen out of him, um, you know, and kind of some of just the highlights and that kind of thing. I, I think you, you it, will always be impressed with Brian Reynolds, CJ. That, that guy's an absolute player. Um, Cole Tucker has been a nice surprise. I will say that, but I will say this too. I'm not sure it, it continues when the bright lights come on. Although he's had yeah. some moments in a major league uniform and he's very young, very athletic. Pirates have a very athletic team. Um, they do, and, and and they've got a lot of versatility as far as the field goes, kind of on their roster. He Brian Hayes is is a 
absolute uh, phenom defensively, CJ. And the baddest is, I mean, he's a very, very good hitter. Man, I'm excited for when he actually kind of the whole, the whole world gets to know what he's really about. And it's coming soon. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I mean, you know, I'm kind of looking kind of just up and down. I mean, you know, a guy like Greg Allen, you know, he's going to find his way probably on the roster. You know, Hoy Park can play multiple positions. Oh, yeah. And Hoy Park hit him a home run the other day in spring training. Bats looking very good this this spring. Yeah. Um, you know, they got another young infielder, uh, Diego Castillo. I mean, he's yeah. – I mean, when you get 19 at-bats and you're hitting almost – what's he at now? He's almost at 400. I mean, that's uh, – he's – and granted, I mean, it's spring training. Like you said, we don't want to get huge into the numbers. But, I mean, it, they've got some really young talent now at this point. It's kind of getting it to gel and, and, and that kind of thing. But I think if you're a Pirates fan, you're just what they've got, what they're building, what they're trying to be. I, I think there's a lot of room for, for hope and optimism. Oh, absolutely. And CJ, I'll tell you this too. Nick Gonzalez, um, I mean, the top prospect that they have on the list for the Buccos, he's a second baseman along with O'Neill Cruz. Um, you know, that group, um, they want to make it – they want to be the double-play combo in Pittsburgh for years to come, along with Hayes on the other side of the infield. The question will obviously be first base for the Pirates, and that's what they got to kind of figure out. But they've got Reynolds under under contract for a little while. Um, Yoshi Tushugo has really blossomed since coming to Pittsburgh, CJ. And I think if you think about it, you know, he was came over from Japan – during the COVID season, tough year to have to do that. And then to try and crack the Dodgers and the Rays lineups, that's even harder, um, especially when you come over in a COVID year and you're not from the country. You know, that's that's real tough. He's really starting to find himself, and he's a big bat for the Buccos. Um, they also had a Daniel Vogelbach, who's had a very good spring to this point, CJ. I, man, I really like the Pirates to, to maybe creep up to creep up into that third place position um, battling for third place with the Reds. I think the Cubs are going to be hot trash this year, CJ. Yeah, I'm with you. I think. I think the Pirates could do it. I think, I mean, I think. I think they could. I think they're going to have to really. The Cardinals and the Brewers are the top two teams in the division without question. I think yeah I just for me the pirates it, it's going to come down to really it, it, it's and it's going to be the phrase you use for a lot of teams you know but but what does the pitching end up looking like actually kind of like the rotation um if Mitch Keller if we see the Mitch Keller that we're seeing right now in spring training now granted you don't want to get too too into numbers like that is you're striking out guys that are probably bagging groceries in two weeks? Uh, no, he was he was facing some real guys. I mean, no, yeah, there, no, there no, were a few was. guys was, that were bagging groceries. There were. Yeah, I was um, I was being a little tongue in cheek there on that, but no, I mean he he's but, having but a reality to spring it too. training. But there is there is some there is some um, you ha- you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt, right? Um, you know, spring training numbers. But I really like the Dylan Peters kid. He looked very good the other night. Um, Zach Thompson. I think the Buckers have a have a nice little arsenal of younger arms now that potentially, and I don't want to, don't want to get too ahead of ourselves here, CJ, but you know, 
they've they've got a very good little good little core. I like it better than what than where we've been uh, the last couple of years. There's depths that's starting to emerge. Uh, Brew Baker was very good last year and only should get better the more he pitches in the big leagues. So I'm excited. Oh yeah, like I said, I, I think there's a lot of reason to be to be very optimistic. Yeah, I mean, Cardinals are coming. You get the Red Sox uh, next week. We'll do a little preview, and and I think we'll kind of uh, kind of open up and see, maybe make a list of our top opening day series we're excited to watch. I think that might be a good one. Let, yeah, let the folks get ready for it. Um, till next time, CJ man, I uh, I think we fooled him again, buddy. And uh, you know, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, brother. Until next time, take it easy.